very yeah, quickly. Same place. Yeah. <laughs> same place. <laughs> but yeah, like I had really I had some really specific goals that I wanted to do with this band. Um, the first was play support for an international band. The second one was do another recording. The next one would be touring. My kind of as far as I pushed the bar would be to do um, play a gig overseas. Mm, anything, yeah. anything above that would be that would be pretty pretty yeah. sweet going obviously it's complete rock stardom after that you know, mm. But, mm. Yeah. Um, after that probably just die in a pile of coke or something yeah. so- <laughs> Wellington Rocks, welcome back. I am your host, Amy Eastwood, and today I am joined by a new up-and-coming heavy band in Wellington, Planet of the Dead. Hello, guys. Hello. Oh, greetings. Thanks for having us. Nostar. Yeah, good to be here. So can you all introduce yourselves and, like, what you do? Sure, I'll start. We'll go around in a circle, eh? Yay. I'm <laughs> Malcolm. I play guitar. I'm Mark. I'm the vocalist. I'm Case. I play bass. I'm Dion, I'm the drummer. Cool. Now you guys are a relatively new band. Yeah. Uh, can you guys tell me, like, how long have you been around? I know you've played like three gigs. Yeah, so no. far. Four, was that our fourth? Four. We had this argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, two of us were adamant it was the third, and yeah, wrong, wrongly. Beginning of the, the year, fourth. I think we've been we've been we've sort of been out there since the beginning of the year. Before that, we were we were kind of uh, working on stuff. And yeah. Getting ready to gig, so I'd say well, Jan- January, hmm. like we sort of emerged, and I think that's when we had a name. So, yeah, sure, yeah, it's yeah. probably right. And now we're here. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And so yeah, I was. Um, I mean, obviously, Planet of the Dead. I was instantly intrigued because um, I don't know if you named it after this, but isn't that a, pl- a Doctor Who episode? <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is. Well spotted. It wasn't, but it wasn't named after that. It was taken from um, Electric Wizard. Oh, okay. Funeral Yes. Yeah. It was indeed. I mean, it's also a Doctor Who episode. It works on many levels. Please. Oh, I yeah. thought it was like Dawn of the Dead reference as well. Sort of. It's yeah. given, doesn't it? Yeah. It is. It's it's uh, on so many levels. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you want to make of it. But yeah, it was me and Dio were driving home. Yeah, because I was just like instantly thinking, because then there was um, that, that track of Mind Killer. And um, yeah, I think it's time to let all the geek them hang out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a June reference. It certainly is. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah, so I think we, uh, yeah, we, we definitely have um, an aesthetic that is powered by nerdism, science fiction, <laughs> yeah. sort of 70s, 80s movies. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. we're, we're very, time. very happy about sort of plugging that and pushing that. And yeah, a lot of our style and our, our lyrics, certainly, as the, as the lyric writer, I would say that a lot of the lyrics are influenced by 70s and 80s science fiction and horror. Mm. Um, so I'm a big fan of um, John Carpenter and um, of course David Lynch and you know, and then the writers like Frank Herberts and um, the um, the sort of Kurt Vonnegut's and Ray Bradbury you know I grew up with that stuff so um, so that certainly sort of bleeds through unfortunately into the uh, the lyrics but but we yeah for sure we uh, but we, I think that helps with the with sort of developing the sound that we're, you know, we're all kind of happy with and we all enjoy, you know? It was definitely cool because like, I, I just kind of had to laugh because um, 
you guys are wearing it on the sleeve, but you guys aren't the first um, heavy band to come in here and start talking about D&D <laughs> and um, <laughs> Star Wars and Star Trek and like it's it's yeah. it's sort of like a little secret of heavy bands is actually a lot of heavy bands are a bunch of nerds. Yeah, mm. completely. <laughs> high school, high school yeah. nerds and yeah. absolutely we are. Yeah. yeah, and we wear it on our sleeve, as you say, um, but <laughs> but we enjoy it, and I think it's important for us to to get out there and play what we enjoy, mm. um, and I think that's that's what helps us sort of deliver with commitment. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So for for a new band, you guys actually are really tight when you guys play. Thanks. Like. Thank you. Yeah, um, so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you guys have probably been in other bands. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Malcolm, I know, has been in another band. Yes. Uh, you were in... Ultronauts. Ultronauts. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, I played in the UK, so I moved over to New Zealand five years ago. Mm. Um, so I, I sort of did my... Uh, my travelling sort of late on in life. I left the UK when I was 32. Um, before that, I was in a band, and and our band in the UK was was quite thematic. Mm. It was based on uh, a lot of the the lyrics and um, the sort of material was based on a local writer who wrote about um, sort of quite sort of near the knuckle material like the Yorkshire Ripper and that kind of thing. Um, so I was with that band for a few years. Um, and then I had kind of a quiet period in Australia, moved over here, saw the light, came to New Zealand. And I would say that Planet of the Dead was was the first band that I really got to grips with, sort of. And my previous experience has been as a bassist. Um, so this was kind of a departure for me um, to, mm. to do vocals. But I thought, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> as I say in Yorkshire, so give it a go, you know. And yeah, um, yeah so that's, that's my backstory. Yeah, I'm I'm from Christchurch originally, so I was in a band down there um, that was kind of just post earthquakes. So mm. there was like um, two venues, and we played every weekend. And then we decided to move to Auckland. A um, couple of guys lasted three or four days, dropped out. So then, um, joined me and the singer, formed a band in Auckland. Um, went through about three or four drummers, hooked up with a guitarist, um, gigged up there for a couple of years, and then I joined a second band called um, Order of Mammal. And we had some good gigs, um, and yeah, then moved to Wellington, and then uh, hooked up with these guys on. Um, was one of those? Was it, was it like? NZ bands. NZ bands. Yeah. yeah. Um, Malcolm's profile kind of lined up with mine, and then just went from there. Really. Yeah. I've been all over. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the young Still one. Yeah. Like I, I had to limit myself <laughs> this year. What? It, what it, Almost hit five at one point, <laughs> and I thought two is probably enough for now. Um, so I'm playing guitar in, in a band called Faller Man, um, just some black metal stuff. And but I've been drumming since the bloody school jazz band and my topo days. So just haven't really uh, been joining other bands that Freight Centre since. Sort of thing. Yeah, well that's all really Wellington thing. Playing in more than one band. Definitely. Especially drummers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drummers and bass players. Yeah, yeah those are the two. <laughs> yeah. So we've got so many guitarists. So many yeah. yeah. So you guys have um, been recording live stuff so far. Mm. Um, so um, they're up on SoundCloud and YouTube? Yep, yep. that's right. Yeah. Yep. 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 
and some on Facebook, some vids and stuff that we've just thrown some videos together over the live recording stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And we've, we're looking at doing something later in the year, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So we've popped in to do some um, proper recording yeah. um, at surgery in December. Okay. Cool. Is that going to be like an EP or an album? <coughs> it depends what we between. get through, but we're aiming to <laughs> yeah. do eight, eight or nine songs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's an album. Yeah. yeah it's leaning towards that. Yeah, I'm always kind of, yeah. I, I guess these days there's kind of this thing to do little bits and release stuff. Piecemeal, but I still like to do an album. Yeah. I know. I kind of, what do you, I don't know. Do you guys think about um, short albums? That's a thing. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's starting slowly to become a thing. Yeah. Like, is it like four or five tracks or something? Or uh, no, that would be an like EP. More like six to nine, kind of. Yeah, more like oh, thir- thirty-five to forty minutes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like an album, but not 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 a massive one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one I heard that was probably along that line was um, the last album by Health. Mm. Um, and that was probably in that sort of area. And I must admit, I really really enjoyed it. Um, you know, you, you you hear these albums that are sort of like 60, 70 minutes sort of duration, yeah. and you know that's great. A lot of work's gone into it, you know. But um, but for my money, I do enjoy sort of you know like the 35, 40 minutes is a, it's you know it's sort of accessible. Yeah. You know, so I, I certainly appreciate the sort of accessibility, and and I don't think we've got much. We certainly haven't got these sort of 13 minute sort of epic songs. I mean. For, for being a doom band, <laughs> most of most of the doom I listen to is like you know sort of seven to ten minutes a track, um, but I guess we we kind of we appreciate the sort of the the, the pace as well. Um, yeah, because most most of your songs are like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we've got a majority couple. of them around four minutes twenty or yeah. somewhere around there. <laughs> so <laughs> really doom, if you can make it that way. Yeah. 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 And then, we've, but we've got like some seven minute, a couple of seven minute songs or something as well. We would yeah. just get a bit carried away and improv sections here and there. Yeah, yeah, and we do, and we do enjoy that. You know, we we sort of enjoy the the variety. I think. I think we all we all take you know we all take sort of different things from it. Um, I personally love the the sort of the slow, sort of atmospheric sound. Um, but equally, I think the, the, the fast-paced stuff we do, like Mind Killer, for instance, I think mm. that you know it all kind of just seems to to mesh together and yeah. coalesce into something that is unique. It's kind of interesting. We were talking before when we came in here about the kind of broader definition of pop. I'm like I'm like all about riffs. Yeah. Like Tony Iommi is my mm. absolute number one guitar hero. Um, and I quite like a really concise mm. number of riffs. I do like things that go off the deep end into sort of the outer reaches and long, drawn out things. But I, yeah, I quite like the, the tight mm. format as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I would say that about you guys. Sound like um, it does. It's simple yeah and i mean that in a very yeah. good way that's good yeah yeah um, absolutely like like the riffs are um memorable like they're they're catchy which is like i was saying i would consider that to be a pop element yeah, yeah, right yeah. like um but nothing's too overly complicated there's yeah. just one guitar one bass drums vocals and it's all very um 
no frills and there's no like you know shredding or any shit yeah, yeah. in there and, and there is totally like <laughs> i think that's definitely intentional yeah 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 <laughs> particularly for me i think you know um i there's you know i don't mind some prog but mm. there's a point with prog where i just go that is just trying to be way too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really don't like music to be you know it shouldn't be a cerebral exercise mm. right? it should just be particularly heavy metal <laughs> absolutely just, dumb shit it should be done <laughs> yeah I think that yeah, that that's that is part of the aesthetic. You know, we're we're not out there to be overly complicated. Um, and you know, it's kind of back to what we enjoy. You know, what we, we what we 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 work yeah. through and what we what we like. And yeah. you know, we don't try too hard to to fit into a box. We kind of we would rather. It's kind of like, like a, a slasher film or an action movie rather than <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a periodic drama yeah, or something. Right? Yeah. I couldn't have thought, I yeah. couldn't have put it any better. It comes back to that again, but yeah. But sometimes it's like about like there's 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 technical complicatedness, but sometimes like you you guys are the kind of band where like the sound is actually really well thought out. Mm. Like not not the notes, mm, yeah. but the actual. Um, the way the guitar and the bass and sound together and the drums with them and the vocals, it's all very... Um, I mean, I'm a guitarist, so naturally I'm going to pay more attention to the guitar sound and the bass sound. But definitely, like, the sound is very... It sounds like you've put a lot of time into making that sound yes. like <laughs> yeah. that. That's great that comes across, because, yeah, I spend way more time thinking about the... The color of the sound mm. than uh, trying to, yeah, as you say, anything technically complicated. Um, yeah, I think um, like when I first started, I, I spent a whole weekend just working on um, tone rather than riffs. And I came in and, and Malcolm was like thrilled to hear that. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I would love that you spent more time working on tone than riffs. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's kind of where we're at. Really unusual for bass players, so it's really exciting. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm like a complete gear nut. Like, mm. I, like, you know, I have vintage amps and I've got really specific buzz pedals and things. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, you, you fit in well here. This is a show that does gear rundowns. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should probably do that at some point because yeah. every time he comes in, he's got like some new mysterious giant pedal from fucking back in time or something. <laughs> and, uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. So you can imagine as a first-time vocalist, I was yeah. terrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but that's all part of the because that's the other bit that fits into it is like the the vocals, like the growling and the, all that kind of matches in with the guitar yeah. and and yeah. the bass and what, what that's doing. I think I said in the NZ band thing, I, I wasn't looking for someone who could sing, <laughs> and I was yeah. very very happy to read that <laughs> because uh, uh, I. I certainly had not had any experience as a vocalist um, and I think that it was, um, I was very fortunate that I was with a group of people that were willing to kind of give, you know, give me the chance to give it a go and, you know, it took, I would say it was a sound that kind of evolved, um, you know, and it, it kind of, I think it kind of, I think it kind of clicked with the Eternal Void. I think that was the, the track where Malcolm and I were were in um, we were in sort of our practice space, and we just said, "Let's give, let's try and record some some of these vocals." And that one came out, and it was just kind of I had the the vocal written down, 
and I just kind of howled at the microphone for about five and a half. And I just played it back and went, that, that is totally <laughs> on the money. So we were square when, when Mark came out, like, he's the best bloke you could ever meet, and like, this guy, he's so, he, like, got a fit into the band. But I had to say, the first couple of things that we did were pretty scratchy, right? They were pretty scratchy, I, I'll be the first to admit it. Like, we yeah. all were a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We were all, because we were, you know, we kind of had a few things that we were kind of bouncing around to kind of get in, into the kind of same groove. And the stuff that, you know, like, I mean, sort of stuff like Electric Wizard and stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's a, it, was, it was kind of a very, very high bar. But I think once I kind of appreciated that I shouldn't be just aiming for that bar, I should just find something that's uniquely yeah. was. Mm. Um, I think that it just kind of came together mm. and, um, and I stopped worrying too much about what it sounded like and just thought, well, let's, let's go with something that were, you know, kind of suits the aesthetic. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm sort of very influenced by the, the sort of the sci-fi horror stuff. So, so I, I sort of invested in a little bit of gear and, you know, and, and sort of went for the distorted sound. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of worked pretty well for us. And I think it suits, suits what we, we do, I think. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, you guys, like, would be such an awesome band from a engineer or producer's point of view to do because you don't have all, all, all the complicated shit to deal with but only the tone mm-hmm. and I, yeah it'd just be so fun like to make wall fucking walls of guitars yeah, yeah. 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 and yeah. and vocals with effects on them the vocals gives <laughs> headaches i think I, I must admit the first time I, I i played the 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 technician gave me a bit of a hard time for using oh. the vocal distortion pedal but he uh, to be fair to to be fair to him he gave me some really good advice yeah. and um and i took that advice on board and i think that we definitely improved that with subsequent playthroughs um, but I didn't really appreciate how how sort of vocal, dis- yeah, having a distortion mouse, I thought it would be quite straightforward. Like, here's, here's my gear, like, you will just hook it up and it'll all work. And it was like, no, no yeah, how, you know, how's that, pl- how's that going to work on a monitor? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, feeds back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. thought about that. <laughs> so, you, yeah, but I think that we've kind of, we've kind of worked through that now and we're, we're, we're definitely, mm. um, we're definitely sort of getting better in that sense. Do you have any like other plans? Like, are you planning to go outside of Wellington at all? Venture, yeah, venture I mean, beyond? We haven't really discussed it in massive, um, you know, detail anymore. Mm-hmm. I think we're probably all on the same page, and we, def- I mean, we've all said that we definitely want to yep. travel um, mm-hmm. outside of Wellington. I think it makes sense if we're going to record in December. We might have something start of the year, and I think we probably need to venture out to yeah. spread the good word, um, you know, and push that out there and. Yeah. Wellington is a great place to kind of find your sound it because is. it's such an accepting. Like the music scene is 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 a really great sort of place to kind of find yourselves. I would say mm. it is, but it's also very small. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, you end up playing to the same people all the time, same very yeah. quickly. Same place. Yeah, <laughs> same place. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like I had really I had some really specific goals that I wanted to do with this band. Um, the First was play support for an international band. The second one was do another recording. Next one would be touring. My kind of as far as I push the bar would be to do um, play a gig overseas. Mm. Anything, yeah. anything above that would be that would be pretty pretty yeah. sweet. Going overseas, complete rock star after that. Yeah. Mm. But, 
Yeah. After that, probably just die in a pile of coke or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> to be honest, to get to the end of this year and have hit, got the I Hate God support. That was and, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was and, really and good for us. Booked in for the recording. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's three that's out of the... That, we're pretty fucking stoked with that, eh? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're super stoked yeah. to... To pick to support IA God is going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be immense. So, what do you guys think of the Wellington scene at the moment? Because I've noticed, um, just from a journalist point of view, that there's sort of like a um, Wellington music came back like a couple of years ago. I mean, it, it would kind of went a bit quiet, and then you had all your uh, well, you had for ages you had you spooked the horses, but you got your you know your opium eaters and Earth tongues and yeah. yeah, and all of them. There seems to be like just over the past year, like another big kind of lots of new bands. Yeah. Um, especially in the heavy, heavy music scene. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of that? Like, what? Where's the Wellington music scene sitting at the moment? I reckon um, Valhalla probably plays a big part. Mm. Ben's just running that shit top, bloody top dog. Yeah. Um, like to give us the chance to play and practice in an environment where some of our favourite bands are coming through at the same time. It's like putting us not on their level, but you know, it's putting us amongst yep. that international mm -hmm. radar, which just you know, people like me who are young and trying to find their way in the scene, it just inspires us that we like have got a place. You know, like there's nowhere I've been before where there's like a metal bar. Um, yeah. So it's like the first time I stumbled across that, and it's just kick ass. Like mm. I'll go there when I'm not gigging and just hang out, sort of thing. Yeah, mm. probably a good point. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know much about the scenes. I'm pretty fresh into <laughs> Wellington, so I'm, I don't know. I must admit, when I when I came over from the UK, I I found it quite a struggle. Um, certainly in Australia. Um, you know, you weren't. It wasn't the market wasn't saturated in the way it is in Europe. Um, but when I came here, I found that you know, as I said earlier, it was it's a really good place for 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 people to kind of try like Earth Tongue. You mentioned Earth Tongue earlier, yeah. and the first time I saw Earth Tongue, I was kind of blown away. Oh know, yeah, how how blew my dick off. That was crazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, how how a two piece can sound. Yeah. They have have so much you know have so much depth, and mm. I know they're touring at the moment um, in Europe. I think oh, there's Mermaid and Zay are touring. They both are. They both, are they turned together? I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, you know, I think that it's it's a great play. As you say, it, the scene is small, mm. um, but I think that it gives you an opportunity to find to find sort of you know um, you know to find a niche and and to get that kind of that groundswell um, because people here, to to my mind, they really get behind local bands. Mm. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that, like with the last few gigs we've played, I feel like we've got kind of, you know, I, I, I've personally have quite a, a bit of positive feedback about you know the sound yeah. and people kind of appreciate it, mm -hmm. um, and I think that certainly I compare it to the UK, and you know, there's quite obviously the competition is quite yeah. high, and mm -hmm. you do get quite a, a sort of a level of apathy, uh, you know, another. Another doom band, another you know, a, a, yeah. just a sort of another metal band. Um, so, but but I must yeah, I I I've heard quite a lot of stuff since I've been here, local stuff, and and I think that um, 
it's a great sort of it's a great environment to, to try new things out. Um, so I mean, in terms of what's what's I mean, because we we played with a few bands, we played with AI Orchid um, not long ago. I mean, they're they're kind of like the prog, yeah, um, prog side, and we played with Battle for Endor and. I love the, that guy's vocal. Uh, I, I love Dave's vocal. I mean, it, they were a lot of fun, eh? They were a lot of fun, and you know, he, you know it, again, it was very unique. It had a real, yeah. real interesting sound. Um, an XFM, yeah. So uh, there's there's all sorts of there's all sorts of stuff out there, and it's a yeah, it's a great place to to, to you know to find yourself. Mm. I think maybe like the the musicianship. In Wellington, yeah. it's huge as well. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've spent time in the Auckland scene, um, like a couple of years up there, and it was all well and good. There's a, it's a bit big, of a mixed bag up there, eh? Yeah, well, I mean, like, down here, you haven't really got that competitive vibe. Um, bands yeah. are, like, lifting each other up, and they're, like... Yeah, they're, they're, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. There's a stronger community in Wellington that goes yeah. beyond just the gigging and that. It's yeah. Like, it's a real sense of togetherness, I think. I've heard this, this has been mentioned before on the podcast. Um, Wellington is competitive in a different way. Yeah. yeah. It's it's more of a good-natured <laughs> kind of... Comp- like, 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 no one... No, no one's competitive in that they'll put other people down. Yeah, it's yeah. more, it's more that when you go and see a band, they be more awesome. Yeah, I want to be. Yeah, driving you to or, excel, or, or, or at least they make you feel bad, so you're you right, realise yeah, you have to up, up your game. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's competitive in that way. But, mm. but I'm surprised how many people don't do this who are in bands. Like bands go and see other bands. Yeah, yeah, which is actually a really important thing because you go and oh, see so a band. Important. If you go and see a band you like, it's like, oh, hey, well, we can we open for you guys, or, yeah. or can you know, we should we we should play together and all that mm. kind of stuff, and that's really important. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think that we've 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 certainly, I mean, we've not been gigging that long, but certainly the the gigs that we've 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 sort of had have been through people from other bands approaching us and mm. you know setting things up and you're absolutely right it's the, there's kind of a real community where you know bands encourage other bands and yeah. you know there'll be uh, you know one of the uh, a band that will will set up a gig and say hey you want to you know you want to come and play with us come and support us and you know we're we're all you know we're all up for, for that kind of stuff we're we're you know Mm. we kind of want to be a part of the community you know mm. it's good to have friends you know <laughs> it is Absolutely. good to have friends yeah <laughs> I know just, like, I, I'm, I'm old <laughs> so <laughs> like, kind of a, like I came started playing originally in the 90s um, and like back then Wellington had a really good heavy yeah. scene you know you had Cheetah and had like a whole coming through which just brought a whole bunch of bands along with them and it's then like then there was kind of the shift to the more, I call it the sort of cafe funk <laughs> sort of years where it was much more. It was more a barbecue like, reggae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Black Seeds and yeah. Fat Freddy's Drop kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know, and now I'm, I feel like I'm too detached. I don't really know necessarily what the scene is, but it certainly seems to me that there is much more this resurgence of heavy metal. And I, I do really reckon Ben has a huge. Yeah, yeah. Just the yeah. bands he's bringing in. Yeah. And the support he's giving to local bands—it's awesome, it's amazing. Yeah. It's awesome, um, yeah. Well, just this, just the simple fact that he can give—and um, this is something um, <clears throat> I'd love to talk with Justin Lester again. I have talked to him before. Mm. 
about opening a bloody medium-sized venue for this city because I think because <laughs> I, I think yeah. it's I think it's underappreciated by people who aren't in the music scene just how much of a big deal it is for like a biggish band like or like Red Fang and Red like or Red Fang or even a slightly bigger band like I don't know um, uh. Eagles of Death Metal right, sure. or, or somebody like that just yeah, to, yeah. you know, um, and to have a local band open for them. Yeah, yeah. It's just so... Cause, it's a big deal. Well, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm older than I look, everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, I was around in the 90s as well. <laughs> yeah. And and that that's how She Heart and Head Like a Whole got started. Yeah, right. they were playing ACDC. Playing ACDC or playing... Um, Soundgarden yeah. or yeah, yeah, you know, that's a massive uh, leg up, eh? Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. The the venues and I mean, we we do we do miss that kind of like. I feel like I mean, I remember. I mean, I've only been in Wellington five years. Um, I went to a few gigs at Bodega and mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the vibe at Bodega. I saw um, uh, Shellac and mm-hmm. the Brian Jonestown massacre at uh, at uh, Bodega, and I was very sad to see. To see Bodega close, mm. it's kind um, of happening everywhere as well, though. Eh? Like I think in Auckland so. and like yeah. King's Arms, and I think so. I mean, I went back to the UK this year, and a lot of the music venues that I knew, and I think that's that's kind of unfortunately a sign of the times where how music's kind of you know kind of evolving, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of that. It's also um, I can't complain too much because I live in the CBD, but um, it's partly gentrification. Yeah, sure. Like um, more. M- more more people with more money are living in centre cities, right, right. and that's a worldwide phenomenon. Like it's happening more. Like the days of like right. downtown being all for poor yeah. people are very much over. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think that uh, it's again I've seen that certainly myself. Um, you know where the places that you know you used to go, mm-hmm. Manchester and Leeds for me were kind of like you know I, I was you know I was a student there in like ninety eight ninety nine, and those places where you do those dark dingy places where you'd go and you'd watch bands have now been replaced by apartment blocks and glass towers and yeah. um, so for for us I think it's great to have a place if we've got a place like Valhalla that yeah. you know that is that is somewhere where we can. We can, we can, you know, we can do our thing. So yeah, but you're right. It's it is kind of unfortunately, it's the world we live in. I do have to say though that um, Valhalla is. It's always been like a precious place. Yeah. Like um, other venues have come and go. Some have been worse. Some have been better. Mm. The thing you can say about Fahala though is that it's always been there, yeah. mm. and the myriad of different names. Um, but it's always been there, and it's always been the place where um, you could be a nobody who's made a recording at home with your mates, <laughs> and you'll still get to play. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and, then it, and then it hosts some international, giant international bands as well. <laughs> international oh, it does. Bands. I saw out the gates there this year. It was incredible. <laughs> I couldn't believe that such a such a big ba- band from you know sort of Europe, you know, it, that would play with the Haunted, no less, mm. a double bill. And I remember I saw Carcass and Napalm Death. 
it's awesome. That's so funny for such a small little venue. Yeah, it's but fantastic. They, yeah. they make it work. Yeah, Ben's doing awesome work there. He's doing great work. Yeah. Okay, we're at the end of the interview. I would like you guys to pick one song of yours that I can play at the end. What do we think? Well, yeah, I mean, you sort of brought it up before. Like, I think probably the Eternal Void is kind of gives you a good idea of, and that was the one you're saying where the vocals originally clicked. Um, yeah, I think it gives a good feel of what a live Planet of the Dead gig can sort of hold for you. Um, it's kind of in the mix of some of the longer ones and kind of some of the quick punchy ones, and yeah, probably something like that. We'll go for that. Okay, so this is Planet of the Dead with. The Eternal Void. I have been Amy Eastwood and this has been Wellington Rocks, brought to you by New Zealand On Air and Access Radio. Bye-bye.